Hey everybody, welcome back into the KZRG Sports Podcast. I'm Nathan Massey. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it today. NBA Finals action last night. Warriors take down the Celtics 103-90 to in the Game 6. Golden State takes the series 4-2. to um, Give you a little bit of stat lines here. Steph Curry, 34 points. Um, Clay Thompson, 12. Draymond Green, 12. Um, and then Tatum. Tatum did not have a good game last night. 6 of 18 shooting, 13 points. Horford kind of led the way there other than uh, Jalen Brown, who had 34. Um, but I think this is – we already know what the storylines here are. Steph Curry finally gets his elusive, I guess you could say, uh, finals MVP and his fourth championship with the Warriors. Um, Tatum, like I said, not a great game. Did not really show up in this one when – I mean, I mentioned it yesterday on the podcast. Uh, he's kind of, I mean, he is their guy. Jason Tatum is the guy in Boston. And he's just kind of showing that he may not necessarily show up in big games like that right now. I mean, he doesn't necessarily have a track record of not showing up uh, per se. But game six, season on the line, going for a championship, you got to be better than that. I mean, you absolutely have to perform better than you performed last night. Um, you can't expect to be able to take down the Warriors or a team like the Warriors um, with that type of performance. I mean, let me look at this real quick. Uh, six of 18 shooting, only three boards, seven assists is good. But, I mean, just overall in 40 minutes, you, you got to get more out of Jason Tatum. He's got to show up. He's got to carry the team on his back. He's really got to be there for his team. I mean, if it's his franchise. And he's you can't expect to win a championship um, unless you're going to have some bigger names around Tatum. And, I mean, maybe that's where we're at. Maybe that's where he's at in his career is Tatum needs more big names. I mean, we're kind of in that era of the NBA right now where super teams are winning it all, unless if you just have somebody who has an incredible year. Um, I mean, I know Milwaukee is maybe kind of an example of that one with Giannis, where Giannis is the guy there. Um, and then there's a, a solid step down between him and the next player. But... Like I said, Steph gets out there and, I mean, does Steph things. Uh, wins his fourth, as I mentioned, finals MVP. He's kind of getting into that range now where if he continues on, he might start entering that GOAT conversation as he, if, if he already hasn't. Um, I still think, personally, Jordan will forever be the greatest of all time, GOAT, as I said. Um, but Steph is Steph is making his case at this point in his career. Um, unless if he proceeds to fall off, but if he stays at kind of at the pace he is now with the three pointers and I mean he the team accolades, the personal accolades, maybe get a couple more MVPs, definitely some more Finals MVPs, a few more championships. I mean, Steph has officially put his stamp. If he honestly, if he hadn't already, but he has officially put his stamp on this era of NBA basketball. When you think back to the 2010s and 2020s, here in about 30, 40 years, you're gonna think about Steph Curry. Um, he's impossible to avoid at this point, talking about this era of basketball. Um, I mean, I personally think he's kind of taken, I think he's the best player in the league right now. I don't necessarily know if that's a hot take or not. I guess it depends on your opinion. Um, I think LeBron is definitely getting into the twilight of his career. You, you, we've all kind of seen that as it goes along, but um, Lakers just haven't been what they should be if you're thinking about LeBron as the greatest um, in his prime, probably having a different conversation. But that's where Steph's at right now, is definitely in his prime. I mean, dude is out there. He's lights out. 
carrying his team to championships. He's done it with bigger stars around him like Kevin Durant. Um, he's done it with him and Clay. I know Clay's kind of been his running mate throughout his career, but I would not put Clay Thompson obviously on Steph Curry level. So Steph's the guy out there, and he will be for the foreseeable future. It'll be hard to kind of take him down. I think that's what the Eastern Conference is looking at: um, is who's going to beat Steph, who's going to beat the Warriors. You keep Clay Thompson healthy. You got Draymond to do his thing out there, um, despite some of the comments he makes, which aren't always the most intelligent i guess um but yeah you're you're essentially building teams nowadays to beat steph curry and the warriors that's what you got to do um obviously you got to make it there so if you're in the eastern conference you got to get through right now you got to get through miami you got to get through boston you got to get through milwaukee um but in order to make it all the way to the championship you know you've you're essentially probably odds are gonna play steph and the warriors so I think it's interesting to see what NBA front offices are going to do to try and alleviate that and kind of eliminate them year in and year out. Clearly they haven't done all too well of a job other than when Clay Thompson's been hurt the past couple of years and then the COVID year was what it was. But Steph's up there, man. Steph is, like I said, Steph is probably the goat of his kind of time frame, his era. I think LeBron's a different era in a sense. Obviously, they're, they're playing or coinciding together, but I think as far as their primes line up, obviously very different. Um, but like I said, we're always going to look back on this era of basketball, the, the late 2010s and the early 2020s, and it'll be Steph Curry's era. Um, and then the more he wins is only going to solidify that even farther. Um, some other headlines that we got going on, the Professional Softball League. Um not getting a ton of coverage right now. Obviously, it's starting up. It's brand new. Um, I think that that's a good thing. I think that um, there should have been a professional softball league for a long time. Um, I know I'm pretty sure there has been kind of here and there, maybe some startup leagues. Um, but it's finally given those uh, those girls and those women opportunities to play the sport they love professionally. Um, I saw a little bit of kind of the draft coverage out of some of the schools that I follow um, some of their best players getting picked up. So I think this is a great opportunity for uh, college softball girls and obviously um, youth college or youth softball girls getting to play and getting out there, and they can finally maybe follow um, more than just college stars and, and look up to maybe some now professional athletes. Um, so I think that that's a pretty cool opportunity for those girls. I think it's a, something that's been a long time coming, and uh, it's about time, and I'm happy for them. So we'll see how that goes, see how the league pans out. Um, I know the U.S. Open's going on right now. Um, obviously, a lot of coverage has been on Phil Mickelson um, for not just his golf play, but also for his comments in the news. And the LIV Golf Series or Tour, um, it's been going on. Um, there's been a bunch of – there's been a big saga about that, a bunch of drama, um, people leaving, people getting banned from certain tournaments. Um, so it's going to be very interesting for golf to kind of see where that goes here in the next five to ten years. Um, obviously, even this year uh, with the start of it all, um, we're going to see what these guys are going to do. I know that the LIV tournament boasts uh, big prize purses, and um, it's definitely a, a different type of golf if you look through the rules. Um, very different. I mean, overall, the, the game of golf is pretty pretty standard, but as far as the setup of the tournaments... It's going to be different. So um, U.S. Open getting going, uh, round two's today. So we'll see how um, any of the favorites do. 
Um, I'm not 100% sure on how to pronounce this, but I believe it's Mathis Defu or Defu. Um, he's in the lead right now at three under. He's tied with Callum Terran, David Lingmurth, Rory McElroy, and Joel Dahlman. Um, obviously, not everybody's teed off today just yet, um, but we'll kind of follow that throughout. And um, big time tournament, a um, lot of pride, a lot of glory that comes along with winning that one. That's obviously one of the big ones out there. So. We'll see if Phil can uh, back up some of his comments and maybe get back into the, uh, the tops of the leaderboard, see if he can pull it off. I know that one's been a uh, pretty elusive for him as far as winning the U.S. Open. So this, for his personal sake, would be a good one uh, to pull off, a good one to win. Um, MLB still going strong. Um, hadn't seen a lot of news about that one today, but um, we're getting in kind of the dog days of summer for these guys. Um, I would, Cardinals big in this area. Cardinals are doing good back in the lead in the division. Um, they're going to take on the Red Sox, but, um, I'm curious to see how this team works out. Um, I know a lot of us are probably listeners are Cardinals fans, Cardinals. I've been a Cardinals fan my whole life. Um, the teams that we think should be good usually somehow end up not being the teams that we don't think are going to be good somehow end up winning the world series. Um, so we're pretty solid this year. So at least we're in a position to where if we can pull it off, we can pull it off. Um, so rooting for the best for them. College World Series gets going today. Um, we'll continue on tomorrow and, or maybe I think it's today and tomorrow. It might be tomorrow and, uh, Sunday. But anyways, College World Series getting going again. As I mentioned the other day, lots of good teams, lots of big talent. Um, if you're listening to this, I definitely think that's something you should tune into if you usually don't. Um, give it a chance, just kind of watch, uh, get these games going, get the runs scoring, good defense. The beauty of uh, college baseball is obviously it's different from the pros. It's not going to be, um, it's not going to be perfect. You're not, there's going to be errors. There's going to be wild plays. There's going to be mistakes on the base paths. There's going to be all that, but for all that bad, it's that much more exciting, honestly. And you still got the big pop where you got home runs flying out of parks all over the place, even though I I know in Omaha the field plays a little bit bigger. Um, but you've got a lot of talent out there, and so for as much bad as there is, there's also that much more uh, good things going on on the, on the field. So um, that's part of the excitement. You never know what's going to happen. Um, team could be down 10. We've seen earlier in the tournament teams even down 12 and have come back to win by double digits in some cases. So... Uh, Worth the follow, kind of do that, but um, I'd say that's all I got really for today, so I'll check back in with y'all tomorrow. This is the KZRG Sports Podcast. Please uh, share and follow and all that good stuff, and I appreciate you listening. This is Nathan Massey.